The Rooted in Love Show, life spoken from the roots of those who adapt to reach the sunlight. We stay rooted in love, we stay grounded, we get our strength from above. We stay rooted, we stay rooted in love, we stay grounded, we get our strength from above. We stay rooted, we stay rooted in love, we stay grounded, we get our strength from above. The Rooted in Love Show, hosted by Mario, Gerald, and Emmett Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of Rude and Love. We're here yeah. again with Anthony Robinson, and I'm with my brothers Gerald and Mario, and we're talking to the original pops, the one who started us on this Rude and Love journey. Uh, we've just been going through his life and kind of kind of tapping into the nuggets that he dropped on the family, trying to spread them out to everybody else. So I guess we're going to pick up to the one you just got out of high school and what, 18 around there? 19? You probably younger than that because yeah, you said you got out of high school. Yeah, right. You were 18, man. You right. You didn't come out of the back. Yeah, he, he, well, he didn't come out of the graduation. He was like, no, you out. So after you came out of all the Cab County schools. Well, 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 school. well, I got out of high school. One day I got out of the 10th grade. I, I kept working, but I learned how to uh, make better. But y'all not saying, well, how did you get into hustling? Like, was you because, your friends you was around? Or it just, it was all around you? Like, how did you discover hustling? I didn't discover hustling until I quit selling drugs. Okay. Um, I used to drink a lot, and I lost a lot of friends. Now, that one habit I picked up behind him was all of all my brothers picked that habit up. Right. And he had told us all the life, I done drunk enough for all y'all, and we still end up doing the same thing. Really? And so... Drinking heavy stuff young. Yeah. We were sitting out on the hot rock. When we were living in the government apartment, he lived on top of the hill there. He would be a moon should make moonshine. I, I remember that. And go buried in the back of the yard. And we were sitting in the kitchen window watching. I remember, uh, who was that? Y'all, Uncle Robert. Uh, one of the time when I met him, he pulled out this jar, this dark brown yeah, stuff. Yeah, the real I remember yeah. that. Yeah, we used to steal it, drink it, then come on, we all of us laying in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but my um, partner brother, uh, John, he. He helped me. He got to help me to quit drinking. Okay. I was of that because I lost a lot of friends because I fought too much. It just made okay. me fight worse than yeah, when I was already fighting when I was drunk. Now, I had that. When I was in college, I had people around me that when they drank, they would fight. And and uh, that was, that's why I never got into drinking, too. Because I knew mm -hmm. your background. And I knew if I ever got into it, then that would probably have the same effect on me. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, man? I can't be like this. But, man, so... Um, how long did you like? So you saying you were selling drugs and drinking at the same time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Like then, wow! I left drugs. I left you drinking. I started smoking red bud, gold bud, ganja. You know, right? Everyone then. I got why I got tired of that. So I wasn't being high like I wanted to. So I started taking great tea, so, iron tea, purple tea. Went to some heavier stuff. That's like hallucinate, hallucinate drugs, yeah, right? Yeah, type yeah. stuff. And then I got tired of that, so I started taking iron sunshine, blotted acid, purple microdot, which was acid. Then oh, you yeah. tell the stars to sing, they sing. Yeah, you were that's you good. You really did. They, they danced. That's Ooh. some strong stuff. Yeah. Man, but I'm still, yeah. but I'm still thinking that's still under eighteen, right? Yeah, I'm eighteen, sixteen, 16 from 16. sixteen. I started doing sixteen. Were you still living at home then? Yeah, I had them. I had them. <laughs> <laughs> I had them bought. I said on the street, you're probably valued about maybe ten, twenty thousand dollars. 
What, back then? Yeah. And I hung it in some bushes. I hung it in the basement at the house. Right. I got burned down about the end of And I was staying in Atlanta, so I came home this Friday thinking I'm finna bag and stuff up and get ready to make me some sales. I went down there one day with steam. Oh. Who bet you stuff? My brother. You should oh. get you up. I, I went outside. Wait, 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 you should get out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I got, I got caught up. I'm sorry. Yes. And I went outside and got me a pine limb. Pine limb might be right. Oh, he got a limb. That's sweet. And I just went down. Really? I don't know what we fighting too, bro. And my father came out. He had this old raggedy 22, 32. He put it on me and he was shaking. I'll, I'll swear. I was 16 years old and he told me, he said, You gotta leave here, you can't stay here. This is my castle. You ain't gonna be fighting me more. Like that. Not, I was trying to explain to him what they had done. They laughing. I went back fighting again. And the other man, his name was Mr. Art. He worked at um at that time it was Lamb West Hospital. And he was putting in some double dog for in the new home that had been built. He saved my life. He came around, you know, told me that just let me go. And I said, mm-hmm. Mama, I got to leave home. She said, you heard today. I left home at 16, and I was in the street from that point till I married her. Really? Oh, man. Just in the street. At 16. Yeah. In the street. 17, about 17, 17 and a half. I was still coming down here during the summer and training with Uncle Masson and Mr. Lambert. So you got into martial arts and I got into martial arts at a young age. I fought for about twelve years. Um, started fighting in the Battle of Atlanta. So how, how far did you go? Did you get your black belt status? I got my I'm, I'm a Dan licensed black belt. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was so a way for you to work out all that aggression too, though. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Master Sean seen me fight in the Battle of Atlanta. He was in out of Macon. He seen me fight in the Battle of Atlanta in Douglasville at my Uncle Master's school. And he came and talked to me after I had won. And he said, um, Emmett, he said, you fight with a lot of anger. He said, you don't need to fight like that. He said, come and study with me a while. I said, but I got a master. He said, ask him, can you study with me? I drove from here to Macon. Every weekend. Wait, hold on. You saying you drove here? Well, how old were you when you were in there? 18, somewhat. Okay. A couple hours away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I, I'm making no money. I'd say I made. I ain't do like these fellas did now. I didn't go buy no old crazy raggedy car. I bought me a new car. Really? <laughs> 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 boss with the money. Yeah, I bought me a uh, first one I got was a 76 BMW. Ooh. And then I got the, uh, the yellow one. Um, name was that a rapper? Uh, had me a Porsche in and put it in it. Mm. Oh, so you spent yeah. dope money. Yeah, point. dope money. It's dope money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. money. It's been a lot of that. Okay. Then I had me a Porsche in it. But you got to think about that, though. If we look at some of the biggest, uh, if you look at like Big U out on the West Coast and things like mm-hmm. that, like these guys that were notoriously able to fight and they still were, were in the dope, man, like you had that same story. 
But how did it's like I was like, how did you stay under the radar of the police? Like they weren't messing with oh, you back then? I got stopped one time out of all the time I was sitting in jail. My mother kept telling me you need to get out of it because you're going to get caught and mama ain't going to be able to help you. And I had that in my mind also. Okay. And I was coming to Dallas one night in my rabbit and I, they had done cut the door where the spare tire. They went up under it and built the door from up, up under where the spare tire up where I could read the carpet. They were making right. hideaways way back then? Yeah. Mm. Dang. I thought that was some. And so you were loaded at the time. I was up 20. I was running too fast. And he stopped when I had some dog shades on the night. <laughs> With a Porsche <laughs> engine in a little Volkswagen. That's what I'm saying. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. He got it. Now I got it for real. So you know before he got it, you got to go home. Then he had to wrap down my dress because the car light was blind. You know, blind. Right. He said, okay, you need to slow that thing down, Mr. Officer. I said, yes, sir. Ooh, that was coming. I went on, so, went on, got this stuff out, made it done, and called my mom or something. Now, that one thing I did, every Friday or Saturday, I might have five, six thousand dollars in my pocket. I'd bring my mama two or three thousand, tell her, go do what you want to do. So, this was 70s, yeah. right? With that, 70, that yeah. type of money every week. Yeah. Yeah, very So, you know, a lot compared to She kept telling her, y'all got to put something in front of y'all done talk back. I said, no problem. I went and bought her a brand new dining set, right. brand new living room suit. And you still wasn't living there? No, I wasn't living with her. Okay. No. Still taking care of her. Okay. I took care of my mother. Okay. So, so you still had, that's, that's cool that I got all the stuff you went through. You still had those principles and morals there that were yeah. kind of yeah. keeping you yeah. there. Okay. But I, I was still tripping just how you were, were so big. Subscribe to the Rooted in Love show for weekly updates and free giveaways. But I, I was still tripping just how you were, were so big into the street, but you were also into martial arts and a good fight. It's almost like that's why people didn't want to mess with you at a certain point. Nah. They, they, they you probably might fight. Like, you probably wanted somebody to mess with you. I love fight. They didn't want to fight. though, you know, a lot of times, out of all the years I fought, I never got hit in the face. Never. Mm. They didn't want to try to slap me. That's on some Mayweather stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. I might have got kicked in my stomach. I got my leg broke. I got a bad spot where that bone come out my leg down there. And y'all know I didn't even stop. I, I wouldn't let them stop the fight. Really? They kept fighting. That bone this was, was that battle of Atlanta? Yeah, and they taped it up real tight. I had one good leg. You know what I'm asking? When he did that, I know, take him out. Just gonna you ain't care if he got his quarterback? I got the quarterback, but he was red, purple. Them, his skin, he didn't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, we talking about some karate kid stuff. He just fought with the legs. But see, that's the stuff. When I heard that stuff, like, that's the... Cause we got into martial arts because of y'all, and, and yeah. I was actually good at it. But sure I didn't, I didn't like that the thought of hurting somebody. But it was just though we hurt one another in them fight in the Battle of Atlanta. But we were best of friends. I met people from China, Japan. I met people from all. We, we, so this was big. Yeah. No, you got people coming from all over. Kumite. Yeah. It's like that's when I quit though. When I when I realized I didn't have that that instinct that told me to See, that hurt somebody. Up on point, but I would hit somebody so hard I would feel sorry for them, and at that moment they would come back and hit me, and I would lose. And it was the time it happened to me finding girl. 
Okay. That's something I, I, I really didn't. She was paying me up too, because I didn't want to hit her. And when I went, when they gave us the break, the first break got three, three minute round. Okay. After I got the first break, I went to the sideline. Uncle Master said, she put herself in the man's play. He said, you beat her. I said, oh, that's a lady. He said, beat her. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went back out the next time. He was old. For real. That would be hard. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I think sometimes they, they want that equal treatment. Like, I just seen an article where the first uh, girl got a four-year scholarship to play football, was, and, and they going crazy on her on social media right now, saying she's going to get hurt and all this. But I think when they go in, like, they want that treatment. They don't. They want equal treatment. Like, it's guys get hurt, like... Somebody shot, it went through my door and through the passenger door, which Angelo was over there. So Angelo was no more than maybe four years old. Oh, wow. Was he in a car seat or Sunday morning. This was in '76. In Atlanta or down here? I was down here. I was watching. This was Mario. I had done log my ball of hair. Right. And when I pulled the seat forward, you had to push it forward. And right there where you rolled it to go forward, I seen it. I said, okay, I ain't going to lose you no more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get ready to go church. Right. I said, no. '76. And it felt like somebody hit me side the head with a tube of pole. I don't know how long I had been in the hospital, but when I come to, I had two in my head. Oh, so you overdosed? So I had you ever taken that money before? No. Like, what made you take that money? I had to shoot between my fingers. That's like my mama didn't see no marks on my arm now. I shoot between my fingers, between the toes. That's why you see no marks on my fingers. I ain't know that. We we ain't get that part of the... So you're married at this point? Married with three kids, and I don't know if I was on the way or just said, uh, Mama said, I was soaking wet. She said, what's wrong with you? And I literally seen myself burning in hell. I'm talking about mm-hmm. literally seen myself burning. And when I come to, I was soaking wet. My mama said, what's wrong? They were wiping my face. Just wiping sweating that out. And I told my mama that what I had seen, 
She said, that's God warned. If you don't straighten up right now, that's where you're going. Mm. When I got out of the hospital, and that it was in November, they had that first hell of me. I went, and I've been in church ever since. I never looked back once. I hadn't been, no, it's been over 45 wow. so or something you, you didn't go to like a rehab channel? I ain't go to no rehab. Look, he's saying the rehab. Like, call him back in the Yeah. That right there, and along with Seth and Cry, it changed my whole life. Yeah, I can man, I'm glad I can see it. Right, man, I got it. Yeah, I don't think some of us would be like we are in that thing. Nah. Like we would have came up the same way. Out of all I done, y'all never knew what I was done. Even when you were born, we were staying right. in the apartment. Right. You never know. I was yeah. growing it in the kitchen in the apartment. Really? And then I finally went and planted it on the hill. When you walked down the hill up in the woods. Right. I planted it up in the woods. Wow, I never knew. You showed me. Now, this is something I tell them all the time now. I it's some songs that I remember that wasn't gospel songs. And so I said, man, dad had to be still playing this music. Cause I, I, I like to real old, like like it was good music. It wasn't bad, but it was still not gospel. And I can't I don't know how I knew the words. But I'm like, man, it had to be a period of my life where you was telling me. Everybody used to love Curtis Mayfield. I knew all those songs, but we knew all the songs. Even now I know the word and I can't remember how I know it. And I'm like, man, it must have been before I could remember. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's tough, a tough transition. Well, you like, well, well, baby, that's powerful. Did mom know about it? Or you kept it from her too. Your mom know. She knows something wrong with me. Uh, okay. But I always try to come home and be straight. Okay. Even if I wasn't straight. Right. And sometimes I would leave and I might stay gone two months. Really? Yeah. Me and my friend go to Virginia, go to Florida, I don't need to just have a good time. And come back home, I never heard of all, I never heard of Ray the boy. She would have me want me to fix you some bad water, you want something to eat. And I couldn't understand, I just want to be so nice to Kill me. Kill her with Yeah, I don't understand mm-hmm. either, because she should have been throwing <laughs> out Yeah, she man. never raised a boy, she, and she never changed until this day. She's yeah, still that like calm that. person to this day. I still say mm-hmm. she's one of the strongest women I know. Yeah, I that's undoubtedly right. I don't know anybody that can go through what she's been through. And yeah, we talk about that sometimes, and it still hurts me when I think about it. Yeah, you and then deal with us getting on our nerves. Right. <laughs> She's been through a lot, yeah. but she's, uh, you know what she, she said for us least. too. Yeah, like, yeah. like it, it helped. That's what helped us yeah. become better. I tell my kids that now that mm-hmm. yeah. I don't remember coming home a day and mom wasn't there. So we never had an empty house. No, yeah. she, she always teaches, yeah, she, always helps, and she would make a meal out of something. Even if she just had some rice and a can of corn, mm-hmm. we would always have a meal. Yeah. And, and and she would always keep our hair like she would. She would do your hair, put the Vaseline on. Yeah, she had to do it. And uh, yeah. so that 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 right, that was a great balance. Like you were blessed to find, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, my mother had told me that she had told two of my brothers not to marry. They married anyway, and they just have been having problems ever since. Um, but she told me she said, "That's a good young lady. You, that's the one you need to marry." She's a king. I was in the ni- when I was in the ninth grade. I told Miss Good I was gonna marry her daughter. Really? She's boy, you don't know what love is. I said, "But I'm gonna marry your daughter, Miss Good." Mm, yeah. And that's what y'all neighbors. Uh, yeah, we were neighbors. They got that classic little story. But yeah, this yeah. story go all the way back to neighbors. We street from the church. We went together from about the seventh grade till we married. She broke up off and on. You know, I'd be acting silly, break up, come back together. 
Yeah, you were bad. Yeah. But man, this been great man. right here. Um we oh, gonna we gonna sure. stop right here and come back and, and just talk about where you are now, like how life is now. Man, you know, finish it up. Been through a lot. Looking good, feeling good, we're gonna get there. <laughs> to you by 8 Robinsons TV and Yellow Tub Creative. We stay grounded.